Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to my team, my voice with MTMV Sports. Y'all already know who it is. It's your boy Loso, man. And y'all listen to the number one sports podcast out, MTMV Sports. Y'all see it. Alright, what's up with it? This is Man Man, and you're listening to MTMV Sports. Keep it locked, baby. Hey, how you doing? This is Rick Sincere with MTNV Sports, and today we are absolutely blessed um, to be on the line with Shelby Harris, one of the uh, most like gregarious, fun, engaging personalities. <laughs> no, dead serious, man. Just like one of the one of the funnest and most loved personalities on the Denver Broncos squad, man. I'm so happy to um to you know be talking to you today, man. How you doing, Doc? I'm doing great, man. How you doing? I'm doing well, man. Um. Look, I've had a chance to kind of, you know, look at your career, give a give it a good overview, man. Um, your story's incredible, Doc. You were drafted by the Raiders in 2014. Since then, you've had some stints with the Jets, the Cowboys, and now with the Broncos. I mean, now you're in line for a contract extension, and I mean, you're you're one of you're a major major cog in one of the most powerful defensive lines in the league, yo. What was it about this opportunity with the Broncos that allowed you to have this level of success? Man, it really was, I, I really feel it was just like a, this is my last chance opportunity, and I just had to go out there and get everything I had, because, you know, being, I was in, what, my fourth year, I was in my fourth year when I joined the, when I joined the Broncos, and really not having much tape out there, that's usually like the time where your career ends, you know, like, keep on that long, you ain't cut that many times, usually you just stay out the league, you know, I just told myself. I just refused. I just refused to let that happen to me. And, you know, you just had to take advantage. And we had a bunch of injuries during preseason, so I just had to take advantage of every opportunity I got. And I uh, just luckily just I was blessed, and and now I'm in the position I am today. Man, I heard um, somebody asked you what kept you going during that time. You gave a lot of credit to your wife, and you gave a lot of credit to your support system. Was there a point during that time when you kind of may have lost some hope? Yeah, one hundred percent. Almost quit. Uh, I remember I had a workout with the Chargers, and I came and I came home, and I was just like, and they didn't sign me, and I came home. I remember I called my wife, I called my agent. I was like, man, I'm done with this stuff. Like, I know I'm good enough to play, and I'm tired of just getting workouts and not being, not getting signed. And that was that year when I was just, I was on the Jets for camp, and I didn't sign with the Cowboys until week 15 of the season, and I was just, I was just done. I was, I, I just mentally was just burnt out. Because I just, you know, just took so many shots to the ego. It just really made me feel that it was just over. And I was just tired of getting rejected. So this time with the with the Broncos, you just kind of felt that this is it. Like, I, I have to give it my all. I have to go as hard as I possibly can. Yeah, I man, you just really, you really had to just go out there and just, I just really felt that it wasn't going to be another another shot. I didn't think it was going to be another another chance to get back on the field if I didn't prove myself with the Broncos. Like, I really just felt like this. All right, like I went that long the year before being a free agent, and nobody wanted me, so this is my last chance. And if I don't take advantage of this, I'll never see my dreams come true. Man, I feel that that's that's an inspirational story, man. So many people out there, you know, are feeling really close to their dreams and really, really close, and then they want to give up. But it's an inspiration to hear that you didn't give up, and when you took your when you got your last opportunity, you took it and ran with it. Well, you know, just having a family and everything, I can't, I couldn't let them down. And you know, what, what, who am I if I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to lead by example? And then I, like, when my kids looking up to me and they just see me give up, 
then I'm not, I'm not setting a good example for them later in life. And so I had to keep fighting. And so now it's it's you. You're with the Sackmaster, Von Miller, Bradley Chubb. I mean, you have other great players. I'm in that Broncos lineup. What is the ceiling for this defensive line this year? Man, I really feel like we can just be a dominant defense and defensive line. You know, it's just, I feel like it's just something that, you know, I feel like somehow every year we get overlooked on our, on our D-line. I feel like every year somehow they always say we're going we're gonna to be very average, but I feel like we're going to be extraordinary this year. Especially, you know, with, with Vic's defense, the way they do things and the way they, be, they move up front, it really works to everyone's strengths that we have on, on the defense. And so I really think it's going to be a breakout year for us defensively and even offensively. I think our offense is going to break down and be something nasty this year. Man, I want to ask you about that offense. I've heard you talk about that several times. What gives you such confidence that the offense will break out this year? Well, not many teams have a Super Bowl MVP as a quarterback. And no matter what you want to say about Joe Flacco, he won MVP for a reason. He won them a Super Bowl for like about four reasons. And, and you know, it just takes the right system. And I feel like this is the best system for him to, to, to strive and 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 to thrive and, and be the best player they can be. And uh, I just I see it in practice. I just can't wait for the world to see. Man, I've seen you in interviews, and I've seen the way the the Bronco Nation responds to you. So I know your personality a little bit, right? I just know it's really, like, engaging. I've seen Von Miller a little bit just on, in commercials. I can imagine what that D-line room is like, man. Um, Take me inside. What is it like in there, man? Well, you know, Von, Von and Trump and the outside linebackers, so they're, they're a whole different room. But, you know, some, but we do get together usually, like, once a week. And you know, go over password stuff. It's just, a, it's a, you know, it's a very, it's a thriving room. Everyone, everyone is willing to help each other and, and try to get each other to be the best that they can be. And we're all just trying to be on the same page, you know. And we always crack jokes, you know. We all, we got the jokes on deck, always, always roasting somebody. It could be a coach, it could be a player, anybody can get this heat. You know, and, and and that's the thing. And, and so it's just, it's just, you know, it keeps you on your toes, and it's just real. It's real special to be a part of a group like this. Y'all roasting coaches, man? <laughs> hey, anybody can get this heat. <laughs> hey, nobody's exempt from this. Love you know, it. And that's just how it's got to be. Like, you got you to be able to relate to your coaches and talk to your coaches. It can't just be all tight all the time. You got to be able to have some fun with it. Okay. So I've heard you come out and say, we're going to have a top three defense this year, right? Um, my yeah. first question: What have you seen in the off season that gets you so excited and so confident about the success that the defense will have next season? Well, I just know what we did in the years prior, even with players who like just think about it. Chuck, Chuck did this in his that had a great year his first year. He's only going to build on that. Vaughn has great years every year. Everyone is becoming more fluid and being able to work together, and it, and it's just only going to get better. And then also, you know, Vic's defenses year in and year out are always great statistically, and they always usually produce every year. And so just with the players we have and in that system, I can see us doing things like the Bears are even better than the Bears did last year. You know, it's just all about, you know, you know, obviously people staying healthy, but, you know, we're in a great scheme to do great things, and it's, it's going to be really exciting. 
Okay, so if you're you're imagining yourself in the top three, that means you have a view of what you're thinking about the top five. Um, who do you think are going to be the top five defenses this year to look out for? Well, I think the Bears will be a good defense once again. And then, you know, we have, we have us up there. And I think the Chargers are going to be pretty good up there. Anything, uh, put me on the spot here. I, <laughs> uh, 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 I'm trying to think of who else has some fire defense. Um, I'll you, I can give you the top three. I give you top three right there. Okay, okay. <laughs> I rock with that, man. On that one, the Jaguars. I feel like the Jaguars are gonna rebound. They can, they're not gonna be like they were last year. They kind of struggled a little last year. I think they rebound a little bit. Man, yeah. I was I was shocked by what happened with the Jaguars last year too. Everybody was expecting them to really come with it. Okay, so you're obviously excited about the defense and the direction you're headed under um, Vic Fangio. Um, what about? the role that you'll be playing this upcoming season, the one you'll be playing gets you most excited? Uh, I like I like how, how what he does with the nose tackles in this two front. You know, he has us moving. He has us, you know, playing tough on the run. But it kind of gives you the freedom to, the, the rush the passer the way you want to rush it. It's not, I'm not going to say there's not that being limitations on the way you can rush the passer. And that's what I'm most excited about because usually there's not, you know, there's, you don't usually get much pressure from your nose tackle I would say and so it, I feel like and that's why I feel like it kind of fits me as a player because it, it, it'll let me just be free and try to rush the passer and you know also penetrate in some points and and, and disrupt the run too and that's what I feel like my, my strengths are, are are getting off and, and just uh, you know trying to get, get to the quarterback yeah you're not a typical nose right you got the best hands on the team you run a 4-7 in the 40 like you're not Best normal. Best hands in the league. Best hands in the league. <laughs> <laughs> the end of the league. Talk about it. Look, I've seen the catch, so I, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. Hey, I'm t- hey I could have caught that with one hand. Bet. I, <laughs> Bet. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, look, I know that you've only been with, with um for a little while, um, but is is his approach like vastly different or, or or something about his approach stand out from what you've seen from Vance Joseph? Yeah, I just see it. I, our practices are just a lot, I feel like a lot more efficient. People are always working. And, you know, it, it, and it's, it, it's the transition from drill to drill to drill are, are quick and efficient, like I said. And and, and and we get a lot of stuff done in a little, a little amount of time. And I, that just, I feel like that just speaks to, like, his personality also. No, there's no BS. There's no there's none of that little stuff. We're in the we're in the, we're in the, we're on the field to get work done, and and that's exactly what we exactly. What we so you see it in efficiency across the board. Practice efficiency, everything is is a little bit more tight. Yeah, but I feel like it's more of a testament to that's him, but also the assistant coaches are. I'm making sure we're moving from one drill to another quickly. There is no. Just walking around, we're, we're running, we're jogging every every different drill, jogging at different team periods, everything. Everyone's work, everyone is working, but also I feel like it has to do with the team because we're tired of losing, and so we're willing to do anything to try to fix and and just be be the best players that we can be. So, do you feel like there's a bit of a culture shift so far? A co- yeah, I feel like there's more there's more accountabilities on areas of the team, and necessarily wasn't there before and I'm not saying necessarily from the coaches I'm saying within the player within the players 
as in we're just we're just holding ourselves to a higher standard and we expect the most out of each other and we're not afraid to talk to each other if we're not getting that out of the uh, out of somebody love it so your division man is gonna be tough I mean, I know you know it. It's like a most probably one of the most talented, most competitive in the whole league. You play against some real creative and explosive offenses. Which offenses this year are you looking forward to facing? Well, you know, obviously everyone's going to say the Chiefs because we should have we should have beat them that first game, but you know we didn't. So that's just best football. Um, but you know, honestly, I kind of want to play the Chargers. You know, when we beat them that first game, Keenan Allen was talking all that trash, talking about how. We were trash, and that, and that there was no way that we they should have lost. And we just really want to go up there and shut them up. And it's really how we feel about the whole the rest of the whole league. You know, and like Oakland has all the hype, but they got all these big name players they signed. And you know, we're just over here just working, just doing our thing. And so we just can't wait to go play everyone on the division. I'm not gonna say it's not necessarily one team that we just want to go out there and we're just so hyped up about because our division is stacked. So we're, we just have to play every team. But we're just, we're just tired of hearing about everybody, every other team in our league and everyone else is, is just writing us off. So we're just ready to play everyone. So everybody, it, it sounds like that, that defensive lineman room, anybody can get it. It sounds like you kind of got that same feeling going into the season. Man, everybody can get this work. I'll tell you that. Everybody needs to get this work. Look, so... I mean, I know the rivalry between the Broncos and the Raiders. I know the rivalry between you guys and the Chargers. If if you had to kind of rank them, right, what's the biggest – I know everybody can get to work, but what's the biggest rivalry um, that we'll see this upcoming season? Like, what's the biggest rivalry Broncos-wise? Well, I feel like it's just it, – it, it, like, the home games, like, in the away games, like, I feel like the Chiefs, you know, just with the way, like, I feel like Broncos country gets crazy when the Chiefs come to town. And I feel like it's the other way when the Chiefs, like when we go to Kansas City, it's just, it's just a, I feel like it's just a whole different environment. So if you had the ring and you're saying you, you guys versus the Chiefs is probably the biggest rivalry. Yeah, but you know, it's, that's been a rivalry for forever, though, Broncos Chiefs. Yeah, I would say, I would say that I, I love the rivalry between you guys and the Raiders, but I can see why the Chiefs would be, you know, maybe the, the big rivalry this year. And, and, and the Raiders are leaving Oakland, so it's kind of like, you know, it, it's kind of going to take a hit to the rivalry because you got to think, what does Vegas care right now about the Broncos? Okay. <laughs> like, like, like Oakland, it's just so much, it's, it's years of history there. You know what I mean? There's yep. years, years of games, years of history. Like, we got to start all over now. We're going to Vegas. They're like, they're going to Vegas. So it's just like a whole different feel. But you know how those Raiders travel. Man, but I don't, man, for me, like if my team just got up and left and didn't even give, give the city a really a good chance to even stay, I don't know how I feel about it. That's real. That's real. <laughs> like for real, like it, it, it really, it really, like I feel like, bro, I don't even know if I can support y'all anymore. Like y'all like, like y'all like, remember I was in Oakland. Like, you know, like, and like I know how much the Raiders fans love Oakland. Like they love their team. Like they they love they're diehard they're diehard fans out there, and like I can only imagine being a diehard fan. Like I grew up a diehard Packers fan, grew okay. up a diehard Packers fan, and and I can only imagine if Green Bay left and went to like Sarasota, Florida, or something like that. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I, I don't I don't know if I could really like rock with them like that anymore. 
So you feel that they might feel betrayed and then just lose all that rate of support. Yeah, you know, but like you know, I honestly don't feel like you know everyone that goes to Vegas, I feel like are, are not are, are not locals, it's barely. And so it's just like, yeah, you're gonna get some of that support, but it's not gonna be as, as strong as it is in Oakland. That's true. That's true, and, and maybe that passion won't be there. Um, we'll see. I've I've seen them go from you know Los Angeles back to Oakland, back to Los Angeles. I've seen I've seen them travel pretty okay. But you're right, the Vegas move may be the move that kills Raider Nation. Yeah, like when I was in Oakland and we played in San Diego, it was mostly Oakland fans. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, but like it was a Cali thing, though. Does that travel to, to Las Vegas? That may not. That may not. You might be right. Look, you've you've been in the OTAs, the mini camps. Um, there's a new crop of talent coming into the Broncos, man. Who's impressed you the most so far? Uh, I think. Well, there's someone I've seen. In- Every every day. Well, I would say it's, it's a mix of two people. I think uh, Dalton Rice, he's doing real good. You know, he's he. I feel like he's he's a, a rookie at least. He's a rookie that that you know that is willing to work every day. You're gonna you know what you're gonna get out of it. Sometimes you gotta tell him to chill a little bit, and that's that's good. You never want somebody to tell you to work like that. You need to go harder. You always rather have someone tell you to like slow down. And so I, I've, I've been seeing good things out of him. And then I think personally, out of, out of our D line room, I've been seeing um, our, our third round rookie Draymond. He's, he's been doing he's been doing real good. He shows a lot of good quick switch, and I think he's, he's going to be a real big help for us this year. So, is it? I, I heard you talk about there being a big difference between you know the shorts and, and the t shirts, right? Versus when the pads come on. Do you yeah, feel 100%. like those rookies will keep keep that same fire once the pack come on? Once the pass come on, I, I guess we'll see. Because honestly, I, I've been around. This is my sixth year. I've seen people look like all pros in shirts, all pros in shirts. The pass come on, the, the, the you see the real man come out. Mm. And so I, that's that's the thing you don't know until you see it until you see it. Because literally, those pads will change everything. And so, and and so, I, I hope I hope they, they they play the same way that they have been playing. But no. So Shelby, what did you do this off season, man, to to make sure that this season is going to be one of the best for you? Well, you know, I just been I never really took that long of a break. Usually, you know, I take a good a good like good break after the season. But like, I kind of just stuck with it the whole year. In the whole off season, and like you know, I took a vacation. You got to, but you know, it's just my inspiration. You know, I just had a, I have a seven month old little girl, and you know, I look at her, and I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm going to go to the gym because I, I know what I got to do, and I know I know every year, was it 295 or something picks every year in the draft or something like that, and they all coming for your job, <laughs> and they all coming for your job, they all coming to get, and they all coming to get a job, and they hungry. So you gotta stay hungry. I know the Broncos fan base, man. They when, once you had your daughter, I know they were saying, man, you start playing like a man with your hair on fire after you had your daughter. I know they're waiting for your next child. I heard about that. <laughs> yeah, talk to my wife about that one. She's not that excited about. It. <laughs> Yo, um, looking at the rest of the team, man, like the the rest of the veterans. Um, you can see people, you know, they come back from their vacation. They come back from a little bit of time away. Some people are like, you know, geared up and ready. You can see it in them that they might have a really good season. Does anybody give you that indication that they came back ready and they look like they're going to have a phenomenal season? Well, 
I think uh, Kareem Jackson looks real nice. Okay. But I've never, you know, he's new. So I never, I never saw him practice or play. He's a savvy vet. You know, he just, he, he does everything he has to do. So Kareem Jackson's one of those guys for you. Mm. So we're going to take a small break and we'll be right back with defensive tackle extraordinaire from the Denver Broncos, Shelby Harris. What up, TJ? You good? Nah, man, I can't find a good sports podcast to listen to. I need something that covers a little bit of everything, you know what I'm saying? For real? You need to check out the MTMV Sports Podcast, bro. They cover everything from the NFL, Major League Baseball, NBA, mixed martial arts, to NCAA football. That sounds like exactly what I need, bro. Where is it at? Is it on iTunes? Yep. MTMV Sports is on iTunes for Apple users, Podcast Republic for Android, Spotify, and the Anchor app. So you have 24-7 access to listen to all the episodes when you need your sports fix. Cool. I'm going to check it out on the drive home. Yeah, and check out that car wash up the street, too. Uh, you got jokes. <laughs> I'll let you later, man. Hey, this is Alani Martin, track state champion, and you're listening to MTMV Sports. Keep it locked. All right, so look, we're 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 back. We're with um, Shelby Harris, defensive um, tackle, and I mean, guess all around defensive um, lineman for the Denver Broncos. Um, a big, big part of what you're going to see next year coming out of of Denver, man. I mean, it's just going to be they're going to run. Well, look, I don't want to say too much. I'm just going to say like simply. They're going to be a phenomenal defensive line, and you can just kind of watch out for that. Um, we're going to do this. I mean, you know, that's just real. I'm just going to call it like I see it. But we'll hop into this next session. The next part um, that we'll go into is the would you rather session. Um, I'm going to lay out a scenario, and you just let me know kind of what would you rather go with. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Awesome. Here we go. So the Milwaukee Bucks are in the NBA Finals. Would you rather them face? The new look Lakers with AD and LeBron or a fully functioning Warriors team with Kevin Durant? Oh, that's easy. That's, oh, <laughs> hey, I, we, take, we, take the, we, take, we take the Lakers with LeBron and AD every time. <laughs> they, 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 you know, the, the game has changed. You know, it's all shooting. And, and even with, you know, AD and LeBron, they don't have the three-point threats that they don't necessarily, that they need in order to compete. Like, I don't even know if the Lakers beat the, the Rockets. Mm. <laughs> you know, talk, talking all that, but, you know, as, as, as a Bucks, well, that might just be the Bucks fan in me, <laughs> to be real, but, you know, just, I just see it being more of a, a different matchup playing the New York Lakers. Like, it's just playing the Warriors, like, with everyone healthy, like, with playing on healthy, man, you know, they can rattle off 40 points in eight minutes. But LeBron, like the way Le- LeBron's getting older, you know, AD, you know, the, the game, the game's changing, and and yeah, I definitely, yeah, I just definitely, I'd rather play, I'd rather play Lakers than the Warriors. But you don't really know how that Lakers team is going to really turn out, right? There's still some open spaces. You never know who they're going to add. What if they add like a Kemba Walker? Still, <laughs> still, like no question, still, Kemba ain't shooting like that. That's real. <laughs> LeBron ain't shooting like that. Anthony Davis ain't shooting like that. So he put three people on the floor that can't really shoot threes. 
Alright, and Giannis is dunking on all three of them still, so it don't matter. That's real. MVP, baby. MVP. Okay, okay. <laughs> Yo, um, here's the next one. Here's the next scenario. The the Raiders, they need a first down to end the game. Your number's called. They're putting you on the field, but you get your choice. Would you rather go in at defensive tackle or nose tackle, or would you rather go in at the end? All right, man, you know, I feel like well, that question is just, it, it's tricky because are we talking? Are we are we are we in base the three four? Are we in on nickel where it's Vaughn and Chubb on the edge, and then we only have two D linemen? You're in base. You're in base. Honestly, I feel like man, I'd rather I'd rather go in the nose. You know, at the end of the day, that's my. I feel like I've been playing nose the last year, year and a half, and. You know, let's just go out there, put me in my position, let them, let me just get, I, get off and make a play. You know, like, there's no point to even switch it around. Might as well just go on where you've been playing and go out and make a play. Okay, okay. So you'd rather be at your natural position so you, in that big moment, you're ready for it. Yeah, you know, at the end of the day, like, I probably, you gotta think about it. I've been playing nose all, all game, all year. Go out there and just go play nose and go play, make a play. Okay, okay. All right, here's the next one. So you're asked to star in a Campbell Soup commercial, but you get to pick your co-star. So would you rather be in that commercial with Bradley Chubb, Philip Lindsay, Joe Flacco, or Chris Harris Jr.? I I thought Chubb would be a a good commercial mate, you know. Just uh, (laughs) he has a goofy personality. And and and, I, and you know, I, I, no offense to any other guys. I, I, those are those are also my dogs. But you know, just uh, I feel like we could make a real epic Campbell Soup commercial. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So one game before the Super Bowl, the Broncos are up by four. One minute on the clock. Would you rather be facing Philip Rivers or Patrick Mahomes? Mm. Mm. See, that's tough. But so here's my thing. My thing is, I feel I'd rather be facing Patrick Mahomes, only because you know Philip Rivers has been in the league for I think 15 years. Him and Eli have been in the league the same amount. But you know, Phil's still whipping it around. He's seen every defense possible. You know, and he's he's he's, he's such a wily vet. He's the least likely to make a, a mistake in that situation. Patrick Mahomes, you know, he tries to make something out of nothing a lot. And in those situations, that can come back to bite you in the butt. And so definitely, definitely feel, like, even though, yes, he does have a chance to make the spectacular happen, there's a chance that he can also make a mistake happen. And we go home and win the game and go to Super Bowl. Mm. So, I've seen this before from him where he may make that small mistake in the big moment, right? He's phenomenal for, I mean, yeah. for, for most of the game. But when it comes down to it, he, he could be in that situation. That's, that, I, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think Phillip is probably the, the bigger threat in that situation. You know what I mean? Because it's in there, like, let's say they get to the 20-yard line and it's third, it's third, it's, it's third down. You know, Patrick might be trying to do something crazy and actually take a sack and time running off. I can see Phil just throwing the ball away and just going for it and fourth down. 
Mm, okay. It's just, it's just little stuff, little stuff that veterans do that necessarily like Pat Mahomes might try to make something spectacular happen in that situation. That's real, man. Look, um, I, I, I like your pick there. I really do. I like your pick there. And I, w- I would say this. I know for me, I, I would be scared about the the long bomb situation that may come. But with Phillip, it could come too. He, he's he's a deep ball thrower as well. And yeah. it, it may depend on if Tariq is on the field or not. But we'll, we'll you know, I guess we'll figure that out in the next few guess, weeks or so. we'll see about that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll see about that one. Look, man, Shelby, you are you're a phenomenal dude, man. Your story is so inspirational, man. Um, over here, we'd like to ask this question before we go, bro. How could we um, keep you lifted, keep you supported, man? How could we, um, you know, just support you in, in your in your season? Like, if we're praying for you or any type of way, how can we really, you know, lift you up, man? Man, honestly, my thing is just pray for help. You know, as long as I, as long as I get to play the game I love, I'm the happiest man you ever know. And that's the only thing I always pray for is just to be healthy. To go on the wins and losses, they're going to come. That's part of the league. But just the privilege to be able to play this game is really what means the most. And, and so if you can do anything, just hope for me to stay healthy. Absolutely, man. We'll keep you lifted there. Yo, this has been fun. Um, man, you you're phenomenal. Just just know that. Just know that I feel like that. And I know the people who are listening, I know they're gonna feel like that. Um I know Broncos Nation feels like that. I know they got blessed when they got when when they kinda made that investment in you and you became like a, a personality that they got to know. I can see that they're absolutely embracing you, man. Do you feel the love from the Broncos Nation? Man, always, man. I definitely uh, I feel all the support, I feel all the love always from the Broncos Nation. Broncos country has all has been amazing to me and my family and, and we're truly blessed to just be around such such great people and fans. Well thank you for joining us, man. We truly appreciate it. Have a good one. And thanks for having me, man. I really appreciate it. Oh, our absolute pleasure, Shelby. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hey, you've been listening to MTNV Sports with Rick Sincere. Thank you so much for joining us. I truly appreciate you joining us. Listen, if you want to hear more of this content, all you have to do is go ahead and subscribe to us on iTunes. Look, you can just press that subscribe button. And every time we drop something, you'll be notified and you'll get a chance to hear the stuff that we're putting out. I mean, it's consistent. It's weekly. It's, it's daily even, right? You're going to get something new from MTNV Sports. We have MMA coverage. We have WWE coverage, NBA coverage, so many different things that you can listen to. And and I mean, for right now, you get a chance to get in on the ground floor. All you have to do is go ahead and click that subscribe button. Tell your friends, tell somebody else about this content. And go ahead, if you hear something and you like it, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. We will truly, truly appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, today was a special day. We had a chance to interview Shelby Harris, nose tackle for the D- for the Denver Broncos. Super geeked about him and, and where he's going in his trajectory. Listen, um, if you want to hear more content like this, like I said, go ahead and subscribe. And if you have some questions that you want to ask us, right, um, as the MTMV staff, please feel free to do so. All you have to do is give us a follow on Instagram at MTMV Sports or a follow on Twitter at MTMV Sports as well. Go ahead and slide into our DMs and simply ask any question that you have and we will address them on a weekly basis right here on MTMV Sports. Thank you so much for joining us. We love you and we hope that you enjoyed today's episode. God bless. 
Are you a believer who enjoys Marvel or DC Comics? Do you just love a good superhero story? You do? Awesome. Then check out Waywater Entertainment's new digital comic, Legacy AD, now available on Amazon.com and the Amazon Kindle app. Get ready for a new superhero who loves and serves Jesus Christ. For more information, check out LegacyADCartoon.squarespace.com. 